بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وروى الترمذي عن عبد الله بن المبارك رحمه الله في تفسير حسن الخلق قال هو الطلاقة الوجه وبذل المعروف وكف الأذى As we mentioned yesterday, Imam Nawi, rahimahullah, contrary to the other chapters, has concluded the chapter on husnul khuluq, perfection and beautification of one's akhlaq and character, with a very concise interpretation and explanation of what is akhlaq and character by the great scholar, Mujahid of Islam, Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah. He mentions three things which comprise good akhlaq and character. The first of which we discussed yesterday, huwa talaqatul wajh. That is to have a smiling face, in other words, an affable and an approachable personality. To be pleasant, to be light-hearted, not to be harsh in temperament and nature. The second aspect, badlul ma'roof, that is the one who is always Spreading ma'roof, spreading what is good. This itself needs an explanation. Ulama Ikram explained what is badlul ma'roof. They say, Amrum bil ma'roof, nahyun anil munkar, wal nasihatu bil kalam, wal ihsani bil yad. They say it is in a person who is enjoining good, spreading good. When Allah's command, to encourage people to bring their lives onto shariat and deen. This is part of akhlaq and character. In a nice way to enjoin good, to forbid evil, to have genuine concern and compassion for others, which expresses itself by you speaking good always. And ihsan bil yad, and by you assisting others. This is part of akhlaq and character. And the third part of akhlaq and character, which perhaps maybe is the most important part of akhlaq and character, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam once asked the sahaba kiram and we would have heard this many times. He asked the sahaba kiram that who is the bankrupt person of my ummah? So the sahaba responded as we would. Our understanding of bankruptcy is a person of limited funds. The person who doesn't have money with him, he is a bankrupt person. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said, no. The bankrupt person of my ummat is that person, يَأْتِي يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ بِصَلَاتٍ وَزَكَاتٍ وَصِيَامٍ The person who will come before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment with a great deal of ibadat. A lot of salah, a lot of zakat, a lot of fasting, etc. Rigors in the in ibadat, in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But, shatama hadha, akala mala hadha, daraba hadha. He hurt this person physically. He hurt that person by his tongue. He usurped the rights of the person. And Allah's Rasul describes what can only be understood to be a horrific scene that will occur. What will occur, there will be a line long of paint tips, and each one 
who had been hurt in some way or the other by this person will be demanding that their hurt be redressed. And the currency of that day obviously is not dirham and mata, is not worldly possessions, the currency of that day is amal. So what will happen is the good deeds of this person will be utilized to pay back all these people that are demanding redress. And what will eventually happen, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, the muflis of my ummah, the bankrupt man of my ummah, is that all his good deeds will get finished and still there will be people lined up demanding. So what will happen? Someone's zina will be put on him. Someone's sharab will be put on him. Someone's not making salah will be put on him. So a muttaqi, namazi person, a person who his entire life controlled his gaze, a person who never went near a casino or a gambling hall, is now being flung headlong into Jahannam with the zina of someone else and with the sharab of someone else and with the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's commands, the major sins of someone else. Allah's Rasulullah said, this is the bankrupt person of my ummah. So being pious yourself, doing good deeds yourself, is not sufficient. This third aspect, which Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah has mentioned as being the epitome of akhlaq and character is extremely important. And it's something that, unfortunately, with the passage of time, we are becoming more and more deficient with regards. Kafful adha. Do not be a source of taklif and hurt to others, either by your hand or by your tongue. Just take one day and analyze from morning till night, every time I open my mouth, every time I'm doing something, how many people am I hurting? How many people am I suspicious about? How many people am I running down? How many people am I, innocent people am I blaming and accusing? Your piety, your taqwa, your ibadat, one side. This aspect is something, like I said, we are very, very deficient with regards to that. And we need to be very, very careful and concerned and worried about that. So to come back to this explanation of husnul khuluq, which Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah gives, huwa talaqatul waj, affable personality, smiling face, approachable person, enjoins good, forbids evil, has genuine compassion and concern for humanity, which expresses itself in his actions and his deeds. And the third aspect, very, very important, kafful adha. He is not one who causes taklif and pain and hurt and harm to others that he comes in, into contact with. Like we mentioned, my respected brothers, this chapter which we have just concluded is one of the pinnacles or foundation of deen and one of the most important chapters in this kitab and it is very, very comprehensive, akhlaq, character. It is the development of our iman and our deen. So the next, check, next chapter which Imam Nawi rahimullah brings, as is his wont in this kitab, there is some link. In fact, the next chapter, if you look at the heading he has given, it is part of husnul khuluq, part of akhlaq and character. In fact, many, many of the other chapters in the kitab will find have some link with husnul khuluq, with akhlaq and with character. The title Imam Nawi rahimullah has given the next chapter, Babul Hilmi Wal Anati Wal Rifq. The fact that whatever is mentioned with this title is already part of akhlaq and character. 
makes us understand that in akhlaq and character, there are certain aspects of a person's akhlaq and character where things have been emphasized even more greatly by Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And those aspects of our akhlaq and character have to become the focus. We have to see and check that are we inculcating within ourselves these aspects. And the sad reality, my respected brothers, when it comes to running others down, we are very quick. We need to take a thermometer, take a microscope and look within ourselves how much of this is coming within us. Because we learn from hadith, this is actually the very measuring tape of how much iman you have, how much deen you have. And how Allah Ta'ala, how Allah and His Rasul will receive you on the Day of Judgment. Are these important integral parts of Shariat and Islam there within your akhlaq and character or not? And if it's not there and we are lacking, we need to make a genuine concerted effort to bring ourselves onto these qualities. Qualities that I mentioned here are very, very important. One is Hilm. Hilm literally translated means forbearance or tolerant. In other words, patience, to be tolerant, overlook, don't be quick to start firing, don't get upset quickly, don't get irritated quickly. Second aspect, anat. Anat means, it's a very broad concept, but if you have to translate it in one word, you'll call it, cause it composure, to be composed. In other words, don't be hasty in doing things. Take your time, use your mind, deliberate before you, and don't rush into things. And the third aspect, which unfortunately, like I mentioned yesterday, we have a convoluted, mixed up, upside down understanding of what is taqwa and deen and piety. And unfortunately, it has reached such a level that when we look at seerah, when we look at the life of Rasulullah what Nabi Wasallam encouraged, we are doing exactly the opposite. And the sad reality is many of us are doing it in the name of deen. Whereas when we compare it with Nabi Wasallam's seerah, we find that there is, there is no link whatsoever. This third aspect, to be soft-natured, to be kind, to not be harsh, and to not be rigid, to have that allowance, that levity. Today we find, particularly in aspects or matters of deen, the ummah, the awam is weak. Allah's disobedience has become rife. Those of us that are on deen, if you are not going to be soft, if you are not going to be generous, if you are not going to be tolerant, and instead of bringing others closer to deen, we're going to drive people away from deen. And we'll see from the verses of the Qur'an, which Imam Nawi rahimahullah has brought under this chapter, and the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, how important it is, particularly those of us who are involved in the work of da'wah and tabligh, who are making a concerted effort, giving our time and our wealth to bring deen in our lives and the lives of others. Sometimes things are done with the best of intentions, but the result is exactly the opposite. Why? Because the methodology and the character is incorrect. So those that are doing the effort of deen, for them particularly, it's very, very important 
that we develop these qualities within ourselves or become conscious of them if we are deficient in this regard. What to reiterate this heading, like I said, very, very important, but all this is part of akhlaq and character. Forbearance, composure, and being soft-natured. Allah give us tawfiq, subhanallah,